Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Yeah, we got to fix that. Fix what? Fix says, what this time? It says two guys on their own path to recovery. But correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm wrong. We are not on our own path to recovery. I'm on a path with you. Yeah, I guess that's right. Yeah. We we are not. Well, we're on our. Yeah, I, I don't know. Mikey, man, it's too early. <laughs> God darn, man. We're dissecting we, sentences. <clears throat> and We are jumping in the studios on Saturdays at 6 a.m. Right, right. You know, and this morning, you know, I I got my uh, you know sometimes products. Most of the time, I complain about how products made because they're just not made like they used to be made. Right, right. But I got this coffee mug, this thermos thing that mm-hmm. holds I don't know thirty ounces of coffee. Looks like thirty gallons to me, but whatever. Well, it took. I mean, it literally took like an almost full coffee pot. I think it took <clears throat> ten cups of coffee. Right. But now they make it so well, it's so hot. I won't be able to drink it the entire time we're here in the studio. I mean, the coffee shop. No, oh, oh man. I won't be able to drink it. It's so hot. So now, not only is it early, but now I don't have coffee. And you refuse to put ice in any drink you ever drank, right? I know. You know, I got this uh, this, this sponsor. Did you not catch that? <clears throat> no. It was, a, it, was a re- it was a reference to your drinking days. You refuse to put ice in anything you drink. Well, that was only the last year. Okay. Yeah. I had budget for ice prior to that. Oh, you did have budget. And, <laughs> and, and then I ran out of a bunch of money. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so I did sponsor you, man. Every time I go to Dunkin' Donuts, he gets uh, ice in his coffee. I might start doing that. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Because mix it might, up. Uh, chill it up. Yeah, mix it up. Speaking mix of. Up. Speaking of, hey, we got a table for three today. Can we jump right in? Because it's the holidays, man. What, you, you don't like my banter? I love your banter. All right, well, let's jump in. Your coffee banter, Happy yeah. Happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, right. Well, is, <clears throat> is it? Is it? You know what? It is. Okay. Yeah, I think it is. It is. Th- Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday of the year. Yeah, yeah, likewise. And uh, and I actually have reasons now to fuel a happy Thanksgiving. Mm. Before, it was just words. Right, right. Hey, welcome, Matt. Matt. Thanks, guys. Mike, Glenn. What's up, Matt? Oh, man, this is awesome to be here this morning. Um, in the coffee shop. In the coffee shop. It is great. Um, you know, it, it's also a perfect time to discuss thanksgiving and you know uh, the reasons that as you said glenn it, it's it's a good time to be thankful um where in the past it was probably uh you know a devastation because you you, you didn't know how the day was going to be planned out oh, could i have right. ruined it you know yeah or, the turkey or, or oh how, geez how, i burned it how was that gonna right how yeah. was that gonna ruin it yep. right so but uh man i'm, I'm it's it's a whole different day now and um, yeah, I'm just glad to be here today, man. This is awesome. Thanks all right, for well, well be, before we jump into yeah. all the uh, hugs and kisses of, of how great Thanksgiving is today. Right, right. <clears throat> did you guys have any, like, bad experiences on Thanksgiving? Well, you know, ironically, it Are is my... looking back? Yes, totally. It was a disaster day for me, multiple years. Like, oh, multiple, multiple years. years, okay. Oh, all yeah, right. just total disasters, multiple years. And, and like you said in your intro... It's my favorite holiday of the year. I mean, I love it. I love the warm and fuzzy about it all. Can you share one? I, one then like, I fucked it up every year. Can you, can year you after share year. one one highlight? 
<clears throat> yeah, well, I'll give you the one. Trunk-a-lug. Do you want the one where I started the bonfire on our wooden deck? Oh, yes, I want that one. Okay, that was, my that, wife loves that story. That's a good one. Let's yeah. let's go there. Yeah, so I fired up the uh it was a little it was a little brisk outside and I decided to have a little fire. Now, never previously had we ever had a fire pit on the deck. We have it in the backyard where mm-hmm intelligent people, most people have do. fires right <clears throat> i i i haul the thing most up by people myself. don't put the fire pit in the kitchen yeah let, let me put it this way binny's ding 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 i guess um wait for those that liquor, don't know for those that don't know it's a binny's big is store. like the walmart of liquor store that's right exactly and it's not one of our sponsors by the way right. so. and i yeah God, they that should no, be. no no i think they should all, be right <laughs> yeah and uh, anyway, I, I literally spent near $1,000 per- setting my family up, which, by the way, aren't that big of drinkers, but I had to have the bar. <laughs> so I was really shopping for me. So well, how does it turn out? It turns out with me starting a big bonfire. That was better because at least I was awake. I'll give you one more. Passed out 1 p.m., 1 in the afternoon, dinner set for 3, passed out on the floor of the dining room. Oh okay, my gosh. people stepped over me. I like, thought like how was, many people? Like, oh, oh, like we had thirty or? people. Oh my gosh, Mike! They they walked into passed out Mike on the floor. <laughs> and excuse, sorry, excuse him. I might, yeah, excuse him. My poor wife. Oh, he he was up late last night cleaning. Well, Speed bump. Well, wake him up. <clears throat> well, he can't wake up. <laughs> he passed out. Oh my god! Right, so did you let your deck on fire? No, ironically, oh. yeah. Well, right. I got well. Then it's oh, come on. Man. I'm sorry. I, was, I, was I know you wanted you wanted yeah. big. You were there's drama for, behind yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah right, right. But the you know passed out in the dining room floor. People stepping over you. That's that's kind of yeah. cool. All right, Matt, you're up. You're up, Matt. Worst time. <clears throat> best time. Best, best of guess. times. Worst of times. You know, I don't think there was ever a a Thanksgiving while I was drinking that uh, there wasn't some argument either with my spouse, uh, threatening my children, or something with with one of my siblings. And, uh, you know, I, I think probably the ability to throw my younger brother out of my house uh, one year just because he was my little brother and he's a little pain in the ass, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, or at least that's the way I took him. And, and usually it was because I was probably, uh, you know, teed up, teed up, you know, probably by noon, you know, because, of course, <laughs> racing around the house, you had to have a, a drink in multiple rooms because you're running around cleaning sure. and cooking and yeah, you know, a little wait, bit. Wait, of, wait, wait. Back, back, back the bus up a second. Yeah. So you're cleaning. So you and like, if you're anything like me, I jump from the kitchen to the downstairs to the laundry room. So, but you're telling me you had a drink at each stop. Pretty much. Wait. So yeah. you didn't carry the drink around. No, you had, no, 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 no. Each room had its own. Yes. Man, yeah. that's, See, that's impressive. That. That's that's See, I'm I'm learning about all these cool uh, things I, I missed out on. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, I should have done that. So you tossed your brother out. I, I did. I did. And and you know the next day. Uh, when I got out of my fog, um, I called him and I, and I totally blamed him. I mean, <laughs> you know, sure. and, and he's like, well, here, let me replay the tape for you. And uh, yeah, I recognize, yeah, it was all my fault. I mean, wow. I went off on him and it wasn't even his, it wasn't even his doing. Wow. Um, you know, and, and there was a multitude of those, Mike. I mean, every holiday what, didn't have to be Thanksgiving. It, it, without it, the drama. It could have been a Monday. Yeah. You with, know, and, with, and it, with alcohol involved, it, it, it was just that fleeting thoughts of, rampage but right you know well, uh, glad that i don't have to have to worry about that now you know it. he leaves on his own accord now <laughs> yeah it's awesome that's uh, awesome. how about you glenn so my favorite one was i don't know i, I forget when it was uh 2000 maybe um i went to i took my family skiing <clears throat> so, nice. my, so my two small girls and and my wife at the time we went skiing at 
Bachelor's Gulch, uh, Ritz Carlton Bachelor's Gulch in uh, Beaver Creek. Of course, the Ritz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it just opened up, and and so I mean, we went skiing in the morning, and we had like a two o'clock Thanksgiving lunch at the Ritz, Thanksgiving dinner at the Ritz. So I was all teed up, and I went to two o'clock lunch. I remember sitting there. And then I remember having to go back to the room, and I got sick for two hours, and then I just went to bed. That was it. Yeah, and and I'm like, you know, it's, oh, it's such a beautiful place and just beautiful time, and and you know, you spent it in the bathroom. <clears throat> I spent many a beautiful times in the bathroom. <laughs> I spent a week. So Norman St. Thomas in the bathroom. Norman Rockwell paints a picture. Oh, and it's absolutely. got the it's got the turkey and there's a little glaze coming off the turkey. Yours was porcelain that year. Your turkey I was mean, porcelain. I mean it was I, I just look back and I'm oh, like, what a shame. I know. Yeah. Right, what a shame. Right. But today's different. Yeah, today's different. And you know, I know here's the thing for me about Thanksgiving was it was premeditated on my part. I mean, I knew I was gonna get it was one of those things you know you're gonna get lit up, you know? And and I knew I didn't want to get lit up because I wanted the raw emotion of the love the day that was supposed to bring. And I just I fucked it up, you know? I don't know, but, you know, I don't know if I ever thought about it of feeling that true emotion because I didn't feel emotion back then. You know, it was more of... That's a good point. You know, like, like, like yeah. you said, Mike, earlier, setting up the bar, right? Yeah. That's all I thought about. Like days before, what do I need to what do I need to have in my house? Right. Oh well, Mike likes to drink this. I better get two bottles of that <laughs> just in case, right? Right. So I was more more you know my thoughts were more towards how can I get other people as intoxicated as I planned on being, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's how I thought the parties and family functions had to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know it, it's just amazing now as I sit back and watch it in in, in a sober life mm-hmm. that watching other people still drink. Right. That influence and how that converts those family functions right. really quickly to turmoil, you know. Right. right. Yeah. And for me, Thanksgiving Eve since our college days was a big holiday. So this episode, oh, yeah, this episode is dropping on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, right? So that's what today is. The that's the biggest before. drinking day of the year. Uh, uh, well, we started that back in the eighties, man. I mean, you started it pretty that's much. Cool, yeah. man. You rocked. Yeah. What a pioneer. That's right. I bought the t-shirt. Mike started it. <laughs> <laughs> what a but, pioneer. But yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, it was a, it was a multi-day multi-day binge. So, so what's different now? You know, I mean, I, I guess. I want to jump into what's different and talk about gush out about how grateful I am about everything, but I'm, I'm just saddened to know that there are still people in the mode um, that are listening right now. And I guess, I guess the segue break here is if you, if you're sharing the stories that we had and you don't want to do what we did, then and you don't want to do what you did last year, then it's just. It's as simple as just change your action for today. I mean, make a commitment, you know, to make a commitment to be willing to change that lifestyle. And willingness is, I think, the key. So, Matt, what's uh, Thanksgiving about for you today? Well, it it, it takes a whole different look now. And, and, um, you know, I think now it's the caring, not only for my own family, but, but Mike hit it, the people that are, that haven't had the ability to shift their their lifestyle to uh, get away from you know an, an addiction, mm-hmm. uh, whatever that addiction may be. And mine obviously was alcohol. Um, you know, so so not worrying about that. I'll tell you what. I mean, the mental 
gymnastics that I had to go through in the past, I don't do anymore. So that energy is now driven more towards how can I, how can I set it up and make it easier, maybe for my wife? How can I make it where it's more comfortable for uh, my family and, and relatives and children to come into our home um, and, and make that right for them? Um, you know, but I think ultimately it, it's, it's such a great feeling to know that I can get up that morning and be present in the day, be present with everybody that's in the room and not worry about the next day. Say, how did I embarrass somebody or, you know, what did I do wrong? And, you know, pretty much not care back then, but Mm -hmm. now I do. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so that whole, I guess that whole picture now, uh, you know, Norman Rockwell (laughs) is, is, is not as chaotic. It's not the scream anymore. Um, it, so you're it, still it's throwing really him out. You're just not yelling at him as he's exiting. <laughs> well, well, he, yeah, I, I kind of tee it up a little more graciously. Yeah, you know, so he knows when the clock ticks and, and he's done. But um, actually, I tell him it, it goes from noon to three, and then everybody else comes in at three. So uh, <laughs> it, it works out pretty well for all of us. Right. But uh, you know, to Glenn, answer answer that question a little bit, a little bit deeper. I mean, I think the being part of the sober life in, in AA really has brought me closer, obviously, to my higher power and, and what I believe in and what keeps me on, on that straight and narrow. But I know that I can't do it on my own, and I still get inside my own head, and, and that noise is just sometimes, you know, amplified. And, and you know, Glenn, you and I spoke, you know, not too long ago about, you know, people that that you care for and care about you. Um, I don't think I have maybe three people in my, in my past, be it college, be it, you know, professional baseball or whatever I was involved in all my business colleagues that I could call out right now and say, I need your help. Mm -hmm. Um, because it would be crickets, you know, but I know that in my phone, I've got at least 12 starred individuals Mm -hmm. that, I could reach out to you at any time of the day, night, or whenever, and say, "Hey, man, I need your help," mm-hmm. and and they come without any question, mm-hmm. um, and and that's what's different about, you know, a, a grateful alcoholic. I mean, that never made sense to me when I first got into into the program. I'm like, that that just such an oxymoron. <clears throat> but I I think I can honestly say that I'm I'm grateful that I found recovery through the program and I'm grateful to be surrounded with people like yourselves mm-hmm. to keep me on that path of, of, you know, sober living and, and being a contribution instead of a detribution to, to life. Wow. Yeah. So I, I, that term grateful alcoholic. So I heard that for many years and, and I, I think it's, it's easier to be a grateful alcoholic than to be grateful that I'm an alcoholic. Um, and, and when I first heard people say that, I'm like, man, that is such a mind suck. You know, that is, you know, I thought a lot of sayings in AA, you know, it's just the mind suck. You know, that's what I thought coming in and until I saw people living it. <clears throat> and, 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 and when I heard people say, oh, I'm grateful that I'm an alcoholic. That means they're, they're thankful that they got sucked down by booze. I'm like, boy, that's a mind right. suck. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> but but sitting here today, I can start to understand that. I, I can start to understand because what what I see in my life is I wouldn't be here, which is pretty cool, if I didn't go through there. 
That's right. And and there's no way that I would f- have found the life I have today, zero chance, mm-hmm. without going through the hell that I went through. Right. I just didn't. It, it the math, the chemistry equation doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. And and so I can start to understand. And maybe for a minute, I'm grateful that I'm an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I totally agree with that statement. That because there's. Not if, now that I know where I was, I can appreciate where I am. You know, when I look back to the passed out mic on the floor, the 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 deck burner, right? Last year, as an example, and Matt, I I love what you said because what I heard in in your in your response was that there is an undergird of gratefulness just about where you're at in life today, and so there's a grander appreciation of what you have, and. You know, last year's Thanksgiving for me, and I look forward to this year's being the same. We've got the smallest house in the family. We cram 30, 35 people into this very small footprint. We're right, right on top of one another. That deck that I burned the the bonfire on now is tented. And, and there's just, there's just, but I walk into that scenario knowing that I'm there with an army of individuals that are as well appreciating the date. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You, you don't have the uh, fire pit on the deck anymore. No, okay, fire check. pit is appropriately placed in the <laughs> in the backyard. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, I mean, I have I have two words that, that come to mind now for me, and and as as I think about my my day, one is gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, years ago, I, I used to chair these Thursday seven a.m. meetings, and my favorite meeting was Thanksgiving. You know, we'd all we'd cram sixty people in the room, and mm-hmm. you know, just go around and be a a focus on gratitude, right? And a lot of people's lives improved and, and it was just great to hear. Mm-hmm. So I think gratitude is, you know, that's an easy word. But second, it, you know, I think of serving. You mm-hmm. know, I, I get outside of myself. Um, you know, I'm usually the, you know, king of uh, cooking right. and making sure everybody's got everything. And we don't we don't have 30. We probably have 12 or so. Um, I could send 15 over. <laughs> you know what? That's an awesome idea. As long as they don't have to step over you in the living no, room. No, no, no. I, I uh, you know, and, and it's funny because it's it's so weird. Like, we might have three glasses of wine served mm-hmm. that day. I mean, we are, we are not a booze family at all, and it's not because of me. It's just, I think it's like the 10th wonder of the world. People go to Thanksgiving, they don't drink. I just don't get it. Right. 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 They don't have a problem. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, and so it's all about each other. And I, I really focus the entire day on serving. Um, and, and so that's what I'm looking forward to doing today. Yeah. And I heard a lot of that in your in your intro too, Matt. You know, you what I heard you describe was a selfish Matt and then turn, morphing into a selfless Matt where you're you're more attuned to what they their needs are that's what i heard you say yeah and it's and it's i think it it becomes natural for me now to want to serve it's not just the holidays it's every day i get up i'm, I'm mm-hmm. thankful that i get another opportunity to take a you know take a bite of the apple and and live my life um where you know and, and glenn this is one of your favorite sayings that uh, you know you used to despise the mornings now you crave them um I crave them now because you know what I I I get up. I'm not trying to figure out what I did the night before. I'm not trying to figure out hey where did I hide those. That bottles? takes a lot of energy. You know yeah, yeah, sure yeah right. Yeah, right. Um, you know do I have money left in my wallet? 
those days are, are, are gone and, and really they don't even come into my thought process anymore. But, you know, I need to keep myself involved mm-hmm. in, in not only the, the sober community, but myself to keep trying to be better mm-hmm. um, because I don't think there's ever that level of perfection. I don't think I'm ever going to be that, you know, that perfect person. Um, but I can strive to be better every day. I can strive for, you know, my health to be better. I can strive to, you know, uh, again, serve more so it makes the people around me feel better and, and more accepting of me um, instead of being repulsive like in the past. You know, so it, it takes a whole different spin in, in life. And, and one thing that I think I've learned from both of you um, a lot more is, is listening is becoming a, a, a better skill set of mine than always talking and interjecting. Mm-hmm. So this is a great love fest, right? But but there's people out there who aren't where we're at, right? right? I mean, they're facing today with challenges. They're going to family situations, maybe their early sobriety, mm-hmm. right? Where they really fucked up last Thanksgiving and they're not looking forward to going this year and they're or, trying to or go last sober. Night. Or, or last night, sure. right? Or, you know, so, so what are some tips on, you know, either sober curious or early sober right because we're, we're pretty good today right we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're not we're not stressing you know today you know the thanksgiving weekend um but yet what are some tips we can give people uh to help them get through the day and and because not everybody is all you know rainbows and unicorns right you can know I, the, the way yeah. we feel today can i jump in please please First of all, don't drink. Now, that sounds wacky, but here's my point. Drink, plan to drink tomorrow, but for today, Wednesday, Thanksgiving Eve, or if you're listening to this on Thanksgiving Day, just don't drink today. Put it off till tomorrow. Don't, don't pick up the Don't take the first sip. If you're listening to Sober Doc Coffee, you probably listen because... You know, you're you're either there, been there, or you're not listening because we're handsome. That's that, for, that's, that's for sure. That's for sure. So, well, let's not speak for all of us. Thank you. So, yeah. you know, the, look, the thing is, just don't take the first sip because the the first sip for me led to uh, led to tragedy. Led to laying on the floor and people that's walking right. over you. The other thing I would say is um, because this is what I've learned and through my listening is that. It's easy to compare this year. I have a low probability of passing out on the kitchen floor, right? But I got to quit comparing myself to drunk Mike and compare myself to last year's Thanksgiving Mike or or yesterday Mike, more importantly. Am I better today? And I heard Matt say that. Are you better today? So I would say just be a better person today than you were yesterday. That would be my starter. How about you, man? But how do you, how do you I, and and Mike? That that's perfect. And I've heard that before. To you know, another saying: put a plug in the jug, um, don't drink. You know, it's it, it's it's not as easy. I don't think as hearing the words. Right. You know, I, I think it's how do I surround myself with with safety or bumper you know like i look at kids bowling if they you know they throw up the bumper guards in the for the for the gutters you know how do you do that um i will jump in and tell you how to do that that i think that would be helpful to any listener don't go don't go i mean if if you feel that what matt was just talking about if you feel that in your gut you're gonna and and you're like man i'm i am scared i'm afraid i don't know what to do I don't know how to handle this. If you're early in sobriety and mm. you don't have those tools yet, right. my best answer is don't go. Right. Love it. 
because there's no sense in going, fucking it up, and then now that's just spinning the wheel again. Right. It's easier to not go and face the consequences, whatever consequences, if any, of not going. Mm-hmm. You know, there will be another holiday. Right. You know, and, and we've seen the danger of relapse. You may not get another chance of recovery. Exactly. Right. So I, I, I've just seen, I mean, that's my, and, and that sounds harsh, but that is, you know, you're better off being where you know you have a chance of success. Mm-hmm. You just are. And, and then, if you go, you know, if you choose to go, you know, it doesn't matter what anybody says. There will be another holiday. Christmas right. is coming around soon, right? right? Get your act together. Get your tools going. You know, use, you know, but if you choose to go, have a plan. Right. Right? Have a sponsor. Have a plan. What am I going to do? I, I do, still to this day, I do hit and runs. Mm-hmm. You know, if I feel I have to go to something and it's a situation that's going to be emotionally pressured, drinking pressure, whatever, I go, take my own car, I do a hit and run. I literally go for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm very, you know, flamboyant for 30 minutes. I, you know, gregarious. I say hi to everybody. I, you know, I, I make a 30-minute real positive impact. Sorry, guys, got a jet. Mm-hmm. And I still live by. I don't give a shit ton of excuses. Yeah, None of their business. you don't have to. Yeah, I still live by Nancy. Nancy and I do a, a golden rule when we walk in a party. I I start saying hello. She beelines to the bar to get me something for my hand: a bottle of water, a <clears throat> Pepsi, a root beer, whatever. She gets a coffee. She'll get something and deliver it back to me, so I've got something in my hand. Because if you got something in your hand less likely somebody in the party is going to say, let me get you a beer, because you already got something in your hand. 100%. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. And and where I'm at now, and I've got you know a couple days of sobriety, <clears throat> that worked for me great early on, mm-hmm. because cause I, I, I didn't feel confident in where I was in my right, sobriety. Right. Today, I mean, I don't care if somebody lined up, you know, I, I, I wouldn't, I mean, I'm very assertive about my sobriety today, mm-hmm. and I have no problem telling people about it, and I have no problem... Somebody brings me beer. Hey, sorry, man, I don't drink. I'd love a Coke, though. Mm-hmm. Dying mm-hmm. Coke. Right. Or Coke Zero. But it, you know what's funny? It's still a habit years into yeah. this, and it's still a habit. Nancy well, will, habits are great. Nancy will deliver me a Pepsi. Well, and, and Positive you know, habits your, are great. Your yeah. expectation is, is you know it's coming, right. and you don't have to worry about it. Right. You know, But, Glenn, you're at that, you know, the point of going in and making yourself, hey, I recognized I'm here. I'm at the party. Happy Thanksgiving. Love you guys. Blah, blah, blah. If you're at a, at a home where alcohol is going to be prevalent, they're not going to remember you were even there anyway. Yeah, right. Totally right. No, <laughs> in fact, I was just sitting there That's thinking that, Matt. Funny, right? Nobody ever in the last eight years has ever said, "Hey, Glenn, where'd you go?" Right. Right. Nobody's ever said that. Yeah. But everybody remembers me being there. Yeah. You know, I'm there in a very positive way. Hug people. You know, high five them. Whatever. And then I'm just gone. And and I just you know I don't make a big deal about going. I just disappear. Yeah. I just find the door. Yeah, and you're right. And nobody knows if I'm going out for a smoke. Nobody knows if I'm going out for whatever. You just don't come back. I just leave. (laughs) (laughs) And nobody ever says, hey, Glenn, what happened to you last night? Right. But, Glenn, you you nailed it because you said, you know, they remembered you being there. People don't care. But they they remembered you being there, right? Yeah. Where where years passed, they remembered you being the biggest asshole in the room. Right, right. That took a whole different spin, But it's so funny because I needed a period of sobriety to be able to understand and learn. I need to be in the rooms long enough to hear people tell their stories. Right, right. You know? Yeah. But going back, you know, going back to what, what what we said is is how do how does that suffering alcoholic one identify that what their needs are, mm-hmm. and and I think it's if we know those individuals, you know, 
we need to provide them some type of advice or, or tips on, uh, you know, how we've gotten through it. Mm-hmm. And again, it, it's all about the people you surround yourself with. That's right. And, you know, Glenn, is, you know, said, hey, it's a hit and run. I look at it as an exit strategy and it's not only physical, but it's got to be, I have to have an exit strategy before I walk in those rooms sometimes. Right. And, and even when I'm talking to the, you know, uh, the, the early people in sobriety or people that haven't quite crossed into the, mm-hmm. into the sober living style yet, but, um, you know, explaining to them that it's okay. You're going, you know, it's like Bambi coming out of the thicket, man. Your legs are going to be wobbly and you're not going to feel comfortable. Right. So what do you do? You do the best you can to get through it. And and I think if you can just hold off for that day. The day, right. That's it. Right. You know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is, mm-hmm. get through that. And all of a sudden it starts adding up. And now mm-hmm. all of a sudden days turn into weeks and, and it becomes a a, a part of, of your recovery. Right. Um, and and I think that that's kind of where my head's at each day. I, I have to remember where I was. And I, I think, like you said, Mike, is where was I last year? I was in a great place. Mm-hmm. I was in a great place two years ago, and I'm going to be in a better place this year because I don't have those pitfalls that, you know, or, or those ex- expectations right. of war that I need to be there for everybody. Right, right. You yeah, I, I think one of the keys is to have a plan. You know, just yes. like, you know, I texted like Sponsy this morning at 4 o'clock in the morning, and my text was page 86. What's your plan for the day? Right. I mean, the program of Alcoholics Anonymous we don't we don't need any original thought mm-hmm. i mean we just need to do what the book tells us to do mm-hmm. in page 86 upon awakening that mm-hmm. includes thanksgiving mm-hmm. it includes the day before thanksgiving right. you know upon awakening you know what are our plans for the day right right and and i think i i think where i got in trouble was when i didn't have a plan right right i mean my life is so planned today and i just go from one thing to the next i don't have to think during the day oh you know i'm kind of feeling kind of off what do i want to do mm-hmm. i just go do the next thing yeah it sounds like a dangerous strategy to, to have those to wander right, around right right because then because then crap i mean my sobriety started really kicking in gear when i started to really plan my day and i started to fill my day i found even in early sobriety i was challenged when i didn't have plans mm-hmm. and thanksgiving it's good to have plans. You know, just sitting around in somebody's house for three hours, because I'm telling you, especially early sobriety, you know, the, the steps are 1 through 12 for a reason. And, and I've seen people in early sobriety, they're like, hey, man, I was in a meeting, and I heard about this, like, eighth and ninth step. And there's Ann Edna sitting across the room. <laughs> yeah, right. and, and I puked on her last year. Um, yeah, let me go make my amends. You know, and, and so a lot of the people that they've hurt are in the rooms, right? Their their lifestyle has not changed at all. And they continue these words that the people in the room at the in their families, you know, that, that's in their family room, you know, don't believe a word that comes out of their mouth, but yet they're like, Oh, you know, they're all full of the spirit, you know, oh I I'm I'm gonna make amends. I'm sober this year, I'm three months sober, I'm gonna go make my amends and and it's you know what what people hear that comes out of their mouth is bullshit, mm-hmm. and they get pushed back on. I, I I've heard about situations where you know people are like you're full of shit. You know mm-hmm. you're right. sober three months and you think that's going to cure fifteen years of your bullshit. Right. Right. Fuck you. Right. You know then then all of a sudden as without having the sober maturity mm-hmm. sitting there at Thanksgiving 
Now it's like, oh wait, you know, I I was buying into this AA stuff, and and I just tried to make, but it ain't working. It ain't working. Then they push back, and you don't have the sober maturity, so you can't handle it. You're like, oh my God, this this not working, right? Or I can't handle the stress. I'm gonna get a drink. I mean, I've heard about those situations, and and so look, have a plan, work with your sponsor, right? Do page eighty six, you know. Figure out what you're going to do that day, right. right? And how you're going to approach it. And then just, you know what? You don't have to be the star of the show anymore. Yeah. In fact, life is better when you're sitting in the back of the bus. It's a pretty simple strategy. Just sit have there a, and have you know, plan. enjoy the pumpkin don't drink. pie. Right. right. That's right. And and leave early. Just do your thing. <clears throat> right? Don't go. Right. Or don't or go. Or don't go. I mean, right. I've seen, if, if you don't have the tools and you can't make a plan, mm-hmm. you're better off not going. Isn't it amazing how in early sobriety, how sensitive we were? <laughs> oh yeah, you know. But when we were ripper and drunk, we didn't care about anybody's mm. sensitivity. We well, we just no. That's a, that's a key point. But you, you know? know what? Here's the difference. In early sobriety, you don't have the tools. Exactly. When you were drinking, you used booze as a key tool, and and so in early, I mean, you're you're toolless. Right. Right. Toolless. Toolless on Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, guys. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Get out of the coffee shop and go into the world and let's go make an uh, chef some turkey. Let's go serve. Love you guys, awesome. man. Happy Thanksgiving. Okay. Thank Happy man, Thanksgiving, thanks. guys. Appreciate it, guys. Right, Thank you. All right. Later. Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800 839 1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution. Stay safe in the city of Chicago.